0: What's up guys? It's Mickey and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. How are we feeling? How are we doing? I hope my BK fam is doing well, well, well. It's springtime. So a lot of my BK fam who suffers with seasonal depression, y'all should start to feel a lot better. You know, I wish I could say the same. But I don't like bugs. I don't like to sweat in all places. Yeah. And I don't feel like taking 16 showers a day. And for people who can't pick up on sarcasm, that is sarcasm. Okay. But for my people, this is your weather. You're ready to go outside, be outside in whatever way you want to be outside. I am happy, happy for you. Also, PSA, PSA, major news alert, guys. Blank canvas has a YouTube channel now. Now listen, um, don't get too excited just yet because my face still isn't on there. But it will encourage, you know, new BK members to join us or just watch us from afar. And eventually I have a whole bunch of ideas about other video content that I do want up and out. Unfortunately with Spotify for podcasters, that really long name now. Unfortunately, if I was to do a video format, which so many people are like, just do videos, blah, blah, blah. Y'all don't even understand. Y'all wouldn't even be able to listen to me unless you're already a Spotify listener. Y'all wouldn't be able to watch the video anyways, okay? Because the video con- like portion is for the Spotify people, which is, I mean... Strategically smart to get people to go to their platform anyways, which is what they're trying to do But y'all would still have to listen to me audio because I know how it is. I'm the same way like if there's an app that I like And I really enjoy and it's not giving me problems I'm not switching and I can get the same content. I'm also not doing anything spectacular like if you just just want to watch and See me just sit and talk then hey by all means some people are visual people some people are audio people I understand. So because of that, I have created the channel and I do have some ideas of some content that I want to put up and out, but it's just not time just yet, but you never know. So I would say go subscribe to Blank Canvas YouTube channel. It's literally type in Blank Canvas. I'm there. That's me. Actually, there's a couple of them. So Blank Canvas Podcast. And um, you guys know the, the really beautiful sunset that we have as our picture. That is moi. That is me. And as soon as you click on it and hear my voice, you will know. So go follow that if you just need a video content. And eventually, there will be other kind of creative content on there. So that way, people who like to listen to me audibly can still listen to me audibly. If you just have to see a video, there's there would be video on YouTube. I still haven't done a video for the Spotify portion yet. But I mean, I was I was still going to have to eventually upload it to YouTube for the masses of my BK fam to get to it anyways. So let's just start with YouTube and go from there. And because YouTube has their money already in order. okay, Google, like let's just start with there and then I guess we'll work our way backwards. Sorry, Spotify for podcasters, but I've given so much time to get this under wraps and underway. And I know you guys have been making big changes. We used to be Anchor, now we're Spotify for Podcasters and you're using you're letting your tools come out to everybody. Proud of you guys. But um yeah, I got bills and stuff that need to be paid and content that my BK fam wants to see. So, got to do what we got to do. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. So, listen. I didn't think I would have to say this, but I have men that listen too. So, and hey, for my women who are allowing men to do this, listen up, you guys. Okay, men, please, please, please wash your hands before fingering a girl. Like, I didn't think I'd have to say this. Oh, sorry if kids are in the car. Explicit content coming, but it'll be very short. Okay, starting over. Did you cover their ears? are they out the room okay let's go men wash your hands before fingering a girl like wash your hands period all right period let's just let's put a period not a question mark in all instances let's all wash our hands but especially during sex and especially if you're gonna stick your nasty little claws in her vagina Okay, like please wash your hands. The amount of horror stories that I have heard it is like beyond ridiculous. from hot Cheetos to spicy um what are the ones from B-dubs? like what is it? Spicy habanero or like mango, whatever that spicy one is. Uh, men have been eating wings and decided to just oh great, we're done eating. Let me immediately finger you without washing my hands. Let's just say you guys set those women's vaginas on fire and I know that they are not the only ones the stories that I've heard can't be because an unfortunate and horrifying fact I've heard too many like more stories than I can count with both hands so if I've heard that many I know my females are suffering and they have struggled and experienced a whole lot more so men please wash your hands the vagina is super sensitive In case you like needed to be told, she's super sensitive. All right. And (laughs) just feel really bad for those poor girls. I really, really do. I'm really OCD about germs, anyways. We know that. We know that. But once I hear those stories, I literally die. And it just, it emphasizes, it exaggerates my OCD ness. Like, please don't touch me. All right. Look at me from a distance and don't look at me for too long, to be honest, because I'm going to eventually look back like, what are you looking at? And all I just have to say is, if that ever happened to me, I'm probably going to cry from the burn and the just excruciating pain that my vagina will be in. And then I'm going to have to like resist the urge to slap the shit out of the guy who was dumb enough to not wash his hands before touching me, period. Like, don't even touch my face if your hands aren't clean, Okay? Like, my mom used to be that way. She's, I mean, not just with men, like even with us as her kids, she was like, yo where have your hands been are your hands clean like please don't put them in my face and I think I'm at that age now where don't fucking touch me especially my face if your hands aren't clean Uh, uh, no the amount of germs no okay and I'll try to reciprocate the same thing I'm gonna try not to touch people too if my hands aren't clean so it's fair all the way around right (laughs) here comes a jam here comes a gem, it comes a gem from M M Mickey about to drop a gem, 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 it comes a gym, it comes a gem, it comes a gem from M M Mickey about to drop a gem, Mickey about to drop a gem, Mickey about to drop a gem. Okay, now listen up. listen up. Alright, guys, so I want to share this gem from the holistic psychologist. We've talked about her before. Um, I highly recommend you guys go follow her on IG if you're interested in different um, things about psychology and other things. She talks about all different kinds of things, especially about how our nervous system reacts after trauma and just different fight or flight experiences. And um, she does a really good job at doing skits of showing what um, emotionally immature parents look like, detached parents and different things of that nature. And she does it from the perspective of the parent and the child. And like, it's it's really good. It's really cute. And it teaches or it shows it does both. It shows and it teaches what could happen if we stay in those forms and those versions of ourselves and how we are as parents, what kind of children and it turns us into, and eventually the adults we become and how the cycle continues. She's really good. But the gem that I want to drop from her today is about good girl conditioning. And for my females, you know, I'm an advocate of how we usually have to be more responsible, how we have to be quote unquote ladylike, how we have to be this and that. Um, Boo, boo, because most of these rules or expectations were made up of men. Like, they don't even like when we be like, men to do this. Like, they literally laugh at us, number one, because they don't do it. And number two, because they could care less. And I'm just trying to encourage all my women, let's get to the men's dance, okay? And let's just care less. Now, constructive criticism. I'm not saying that we don't want to hear that. You know, we're not willing to learn. I'm not saying that. But just like these crazy ass weird Weird, weird expectations and desires that were literally made by men and forced upon women as like a quote unquote norm. Yeah, we're checking out of that. We're not having that. So let's get into her little gems about good girl conditioning. So, what it is, it's messaging we receive in childhood to be agreeable, polite, and nice. And some examples and ways that she said this could show up is many girls are told directly or indirectly to never show our anger, to allow people to violate our boundaries and to hide our own needs to please others. I think that's why, whether it was from other family members or, uh, peers of mine, people were always like, I was either, if I place boundaries, I was either told you're not forgiving because you have boundaries or you're not really healed. And, we're not gonna get into all that because you know I think healed should be ing not ed because you know it takes work and I could have a trigger moment and be set back but you know I'll do the work to you know get back to a better place but a lot of people even when I was younger because I either had a voice it was like Mm-mm, people would try to shut it down because I had boundaries it was either you aren't healed you haven't truly forgiven this person. I mean, but a lot of people in the older generation was kind of taught to just keep up and deal with BS and just suck it up and deal with it. And that's just it's not me. And I don't want the future generations going forward to just sit in toxic things, deal with toxic people, be miserable, um, not have a voice. Like who who died and said all men should have voices? Like last time I checked when God was creating, he was like, mm, Adam. You need Eve, okay? They need each other. Hence, we need each other. So one is not more important than the other. Although women, we are pretty powerful to be able to create life, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. So she also said that young girls who take on these traits are rewarded in families within and within society. They're often seen as mature for their age. How many women in my BK fam? have heard you're so mature for your age because you're being polite. You're doing something that they like. You're not, um, you're not, you're probably not speaking up. You're probably not, or if you are speaking up, it's in such a respectful way that they're like, I'm willing to hear you, but men can bitch fits and throw temper tantrums. And it's almost respected in some areas and some work environments and different things. But if a woman was to do the same thing, it's like, whoa, 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 don't be so emotional. That's why it's a stigma in America that women, I would never want to see women run the country. We've only had men run the country in America. And look how crappy America is. Exactly. Let's compare it to the other countries that are run by women. How well are they doing? pretty great. Oh, okay. I mean, that's just me, but (laughs) who am I? So this teaches girls, of course, that their worth comes from sacrificing their own needs to tend to the needs of others. I cannot, like she said, whether it's straightforward or it's indirectly, I think all girls in some sense are taught to be nurturers and care for others' needs before our own and it doesn't matter if you were taught to have a divorce or not, that is still pushed up on the girls. So I'm going to if I have a girl, if I have kids, period, but especially a girl, I'm going to try to be um, more aware of that and not only you know, try to raise her strong and have her own voice and have boundaries and autonomy over her own body and make decisions for yourself in all areas. I also want her to know like it's okay to love yourself. It's okay to take care of yourself. And you can be helpful and a nurturer to all people in life, but you don't have to do it at the expense of you. And that's what I want my girl to know. And that's what I want my girls on BK to know. All right. And a reminder to myself, girl. (laughs) <laughs> you don't have to love and take care of everybody else at the expense of you. Because like I always say, when we um do it at the expense of ourselves, we don't we don't give our best selves to us and others, like at a certain point the version that they're even getting is depleted. So it's not beneficial for anybody involved. She also shared that being a good girl comes with a high price though, because we aren't able to say we're uncomfortable, tell someone no, like example, set a boundary or express how we truly feel. And from a young age, girls start to go into freezer fawn trauma responses because of this. And here's an example. As a young girl, you feel uncomfortable around your uncle. He drinks a lot and is loud. Your intuition tells you to avoid him. Your well-meaning mother senses your discomfort. Rather than helping to guide you through the discomfort to validate you and to teach you how to honor your own boundaries, she tells you that you have to give him a hug. It's polite and you can't look rude. That's another thing with kids. This isn't even just with girls. The amount of times we were forced in like our childhood, hug them, say hey or whatever. I think that's like an old school thing. I'm not forcing my kids to touch you, hug you or whatever. They just may not be in the mood. And I I think that's a bad stigma to be like, you're being disrespectful if you don't want to. Now, of course, as they get older and they really learn the difference of like, okay, you can at least say, Hey, or whatever. But I think like the full on, like forced hugs, forced, like physical contact and stuff. I'm not doing that. Like, even if the adult isn't like rapey or like a pedophile or anything, I, you know, it still teaches them consent from an early age because we basically go with the opposite of consent and be like, when they tell us mommy, daddy, no, I don't, I don't want to hug right now. Or I don't want to give a high five or anything right now. And then we'd be like, no, go do it. Uh Okay, so when they're in a situation with sex or making out and like they're like, no, I really don't. I don't want you to rub my thigh. And the guy is like, no, I'm going to rub it. You know, we kind of teach them early to not have consent, to minimize their voices. And I think in that instance, with the whole hugging, whether it's family or not, being forced to hug when you don't want to and stuff um, or just touching any form when you don't want to. I honestly think that applies to girls and boys. And both parties should know early on that your voice matters and that consent is important. It's like we go, we do these things in, and, and subconsciously that we may not even be doing on purpose that are indirectly harming our kids and harming us as people and then we grow into these adults that have to basically work backwards and learn how to have boundaries learn how to speak up for ourselves learn that consent is a thing in all situations and that it can be revoked at any moment i don't care how far you're in consent can be revoked at any moment and no means no and stop means stop and if you are getting weird body language from her that's a no too period point blank um and the last thing that she shared, well, no, this isn't the last thing. She has a couple more. She said, the messaging is clear. External appearance is more important than internal feelings, right? And I couldn't agree with her more. No good girl can appear rude as she hugs him. Her body goes into freeze. Slowly, she learns to disconnect from her emotions to appease those around her I can't tell you how many times as a female I mean we know I shut down and stuff anyways but I can't tell you how many times as a female I've been in positions in my life throughout my whole entire life so far and where I've just literally shut down to get through the moment to deal with the person to deal with the situation and it's like I'm not even there right and people around me wouldn't even know that I'm not even there like that's how good at it I became at just dealing with it and hiding it She also says, as these situations occur throughout childhood, the good girl comes to believe that her role in a social setting is to be liked. This leads to hypervigilance, a focus on what people think of her how she appears and is she being well received when she isn't in a freeze disassociated state she's in fond appeasing going along with or avoiding conflict good girls don't learn important relational skills like voicing their needs placing boundaries or conflict resolution and that's kind of what we were talking about earlier these things aren't just for like you know the girl and the individual person but when she gets in a relationship and she can't Voice her concerns it's hard for her partner especially she has you can have the best partner but if you can't speak up they can't read our minds and that is a major PSA for my ladies like they can't read our minds as much as I would love it if they could like you don't get it by now (laughs) I do I really have to take the time to say it and I think um I don't know where that like came from, where we thought they could read our minds, but just a PSA, they can't. And also, I think it challenges us as females to really figure out what's really wrong, because if they read our minds and they minimize it to something like, you know, so simple, that's probably not even the deep issue, then it's like, okay, we just glossed over and we fixed it, but not really fixed it. Or it's like they try to tell us and that's not the reason, but we can't tell them. Then it's like still creating conflict. So it challenges us as females to be like, let me do the root work. Let me speak up for myself. This may make me just as uncomfortable because I was always taught not to have a voice, not to have boundaries, not to have this. But especially if you're in a relationship with a healthy person, it's a necessity because they can't read our minds. We can't read their minds. And it's just beneficial for everybody because they're able to say, hey, look, I may have been cool with this in one season. I'm no longer cool with this. Or, "Okay, babe, you need me to express it this way. It's not normal for me or it's not a desire for me. And or maybe it's not a top desire for me. Like, sure, it'd be nice if you do it, but I don't have to have it. But if it's what you need, I can give that to you. But you can't even get to that point if you can't even simply communicate how you feel or what you need. So it's important that we break out of that mold. Um, And then finally, she said, eventually she's angry, very angry, but she's been taught to fear her anger or to believe it means something is wrong with her until she awakens to the truth. Her anger is valid and her role in life isn't to be liked. It's to be authentic. And I wish that on all my ladies, um, all my BK fan members, but especially, especially my ladies in who are in the good girl conditioning thing or whatever. Everybody's not going to like you. It's too many of us on the planet for all of us to be liked. Right. And then we already live in a fallen world full of sin, full of like emotions. Everybody also wasn't raised the same way, doesn't know how to express their emotions the same way. We all have also had different triggering and trauma responses, right? Um, I encourage everybody, but especially my good girls being conditioned right now. It's more important to be authentic than to be liked. It's more important to be authentic than to be liked because people, your people will love you and respect you more for being authentically yourself than a version that you created just to appease them. And eventually you're going to get tired of playing that role. It's exhausting. You're going to get tired of playing that role. And then you may not even find your true community of people because you've been being this version of yourself just to please them. They don't even really know you. And to be honest, they may like the real you even better and be like, wow. Or if they don't, then you just know those aren't your people and go find the people who know the real you. So you don't have to be exhausted living up to a facade every single day, okay? Remember, it is more important to be authentic than to be liked. Okay, now y'all know I'm a sports girly, not like all the way around. I'm not watching golf. I'm not watching hockey. Although I'm not saying hockey like as, as if it's bad. It's got a lot of aggression in it. So maybe, maybe. I just don't know anything. I don't know enough about it to watch it. Baseball, I think, is one of the most boring sports ever invented. It's, it, baseball is really up there with golf, but baseball has a little more action than golf, at least. And um, yeah, so you know, every once in a while, we're going to talk about a little bit of sports things or sports news so at this point everybody should have heard about the LSU women's basketball winning the championship shout out to the LSU Tigers way to go ladies and you should have heard about all the controversy that came during that game and or after and if you haven't let me give you a quick update and let's get my opinion on it so We're going to talk about LSU's Women's Basketball Championship and Jill inviting both teams. Vomit. Seriously. So, I fully support and agree with Angel Reese. I fully support and stand with LSU Women's Basketball Team. And congratulations, girls, on winning the championship. Although, I would have loved to see more confetti and celebrating like they do the men. Maybe it's just me. But, like, when men win championships, whether it's basketball, football, or whatever— everybody is turned. like i know you can't take down the basketball goals but like during football they're storming the field they're like tearing down goalposts i'm not saying it's the smartest but it's like a whole nother level watching the men win their basketball championship versus the ladies it was still like a whole like i got an update on my phone where it was like this person was injured this and that i'm not saying they need to get like stupid crazy but just watching the girls be celebrated it just felt like They were celebrated, but it wasn't as lit as like the men be like, I'm gonna need the world to wake up and I'm gonna need them to turn up with the girls like that was my first time since probably the Mississippi team where the you know, the shot was heard around the world or made around the world, whatever they said with Morgan that was the last time that I actually cared enough to watch women's basketball. So for the LSU girls to reignite everybody again, and that was the best. I'm not saying that they weren't celebrated, but, like, even the fans were, like, half ass there. If it was the man doing it, everybody would be lit, male or female, like, from a fan perspective or from the media perspective, you know what I mean? So, yeah, let's let's turn up with the girls. And I'm not even just saying this because it's LSU, but, like, I need the floor to be covered in confetti. Like I need them to not be able to like leave, you know, the building. Cause everybody is swarming them. Like don't, don't do anything dangerous. Okay. No stalkers. No, 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 none of that. I'm just saying like really to me, I noticed, but it could just be me. There's a difference in the way that the men are celebrated when they win a championship versus when the ladies win. But that's just me. That is just me. <laughs> so, That's why I say make it a full-blown spectacle. And I mean, hello, the champs are here. (laughs) So back to Jill, right? Jill knew what she was doing. Losers don't get invited. They stay at home. All right. Did TCU get an invite with Georgia? And I mean, I really could go on and on and on because it has never happened. And we know that LSU wouldn't have gotten an invite if they lost. And for the people who are trying to cover their cover Jill's ass and cover the Bidens just because you like them, we well, you don't know that. Let's be for real. Let's be for real. It ain't happening. It was not happening. Now somebody could say we're wrong, and she could try to clean it up by backtracking. But please, we know. Let's not try to make an excuse for. Her. We know all right? And if we're wrong, I would say forgive me, but I don't really care because I don't really feel that I am in this moment. So I truly believe that the LSU women basketball team would not have gotten an invite had they lost. And I think racism or at least a racial blind spot is definitely at play. And I think Sunny Austin from The View said it best, like, Ma'am, you were a VP. You and your husband were VP for the Obamas. Like, you have, you're the president now. I'm gonna need y'all to get it together. That's not just like a slight racial blind spot. That was a huge fuck up. A huge fuck up. And honestly, I don't really think it was a fuck up. I think she meant what she said. She said what she said. And I encourage her to stand on it but at least get somebody on your team that could tell you like oh no that was that was bad so I do think racism or at least a racial blind spot was definitely at play and I have already called out her husband multiple times on different platforms and just speaking to different people and I'm not saying he's racist just because he's white his past behaviors and words have justified my stance I believe he plays nice because of the Black vote, especially from Black women, is what got him the nomination. Do I think he really likes us or respects us? Hell no. But isn't that a lot of them in power? So again, not everybody, but a lot of them. Don't try to backtrack just because of the backlash. Like if she was really apologetic, that would be different. But I just don't believe she actually was or she actually cared. And it wasn't even a personal like apology. Like it was some half-ass statement, right? So all I have to say is hopefully like, you saying how you feel out loud was worth it because I absolutely believe that Jill knew what she meant when she said the losing team had great sportsmanship. It just, it was it wasn't just like, you know, women's basketball is doing so well, blah, blah, blah. I really wish we could invite both teams. It was also the, they had great sportsmanship. Listen, or they played a great game. First of all, that was not a great game. They fucking lost. That was not a really, really close game. They lost period point blank. And it wasn't like a, oh my God, like by the end, we were like, y'all are getting blood. We knew who was winning. Like before the clock even ran out, we knew who was winning. So scratch that, not a great game. Secondly, the sportsmanship comment was already coming. And because a comparison about, oh, I don't even get me started on this debate about girls being allowed to, you know, talk crap and really be into the game. Men don't get nothing for this. That kind of goes back to that girl thing we were talking about earlier, right? or it's not lady lying. Ladies talk your crap, play the sport and enjoy yourselves. And the media just step out of it. Like please. And we know who they were pinning up against each other. And those two ladies are both fantastic and they are both very talented and they are both great and I really respect both of them for just being like we have no problems with each other. It's everybody else and they should be allowed to do their thing. They don't talk about it when I do it. Um she shouldn't be talked about when she does it and that's what I'm talking about ladies like that's how you handle it like the media is always always trying to cause problems between women like always trying to pit us against each other in some form whether it's sports whether it's literally working in a job in media entertainment whether it's like Mother versus non-mother, stay-at-home mom versus working mom. I really could go on and on, right? But I really respect both of the ladies who were involved to be like, look, like, we don't have a problem with each other. We're just playing the game. We respect each other's, like, ability and skill set when it comes to the game and point blank, period. My problem with this dance is Jill because she knew what she was saying with the sportsmanship comment. Jill was like the rest of the media, playing right into it and low-key amping it up. Like, girl, you the first lady. You think you will to get attention from that? Or you thought it was just going to be able to be glossed over? Do you realize LSU was a black team? Do you realize that the other team was primarily white? If not all white, be for real. I don't want anyone to take out of of context what I was saying when I said that hopefully, I hope that what she said and how she feels and saying it. I hope that it was worth it. I don't want that to be taken out of context. I'm not threatening her or insinuating violence in any form. And you have to say that these days because after January 6th, my God, right? And I really, I mean, what I said, like, I hope it was worth it to her to say that with her chest out. And I just want to say that the statement that was given on her behalf was piss poor and a half ass apology. And in my opinion, she could have kept it really. But, you know, if she did a statement, it, it would have, if she didn't do a statement, it would have been a problem. If she did a statement, like for me, I thought it was half ass, it's a problem. So you can't please any of us. I'm not even, I'm including myself in that. You can't please any of us. And I don't, I don't really know exactly how you would have got out of that situation sticky situation she just would have been better off just being quiet and celebrating the champs like most people do losers don't get invited and for oh that was another biggest excuse maybe she didn't know bitch please she knew she knew when do you see losers getting invited and why would you even And we're trying to really have this equal to the man dude the man be like come on losing team come on up here with us first of all no they don't want to celebrate with the team they beat second of all. If we're trying to be equal to the men, why would we invite the losers anyways? And I'm not calling the girls individually losers. I'm saying like the losing team. Why would we invite them? Let's be for real. For the people making excuses that she knew, she knew. She knew. Look how far we've come, ma'am. You've obviously been keeping up and you should have kept up enough to know that the losing team is not invited. So I'm tired of the BS excuses with that. Another pet peeve of mine when it came to this situation, black people, we have got to like do better and be better. All right. Um, I think that we don't necessarily have to be mad. We can see them for who they are. And when I say them, I'm talking about Jill and Joe. We can see them for who they are and who we already. Well, a lot of us already knew who they were and still are. And this is my opinion. Like, time's almost up, Joe. I know we still got like two years left to go, but time's almost up. And this isn't a great look to an already mediocre two years. Yes, I know all of it isn't your fault. Some stuff was blocked, but a lot of stuff you could have done better or used executive action to not pass the ball to someone else. Don't think I forgot about student loans, Joe. What did Kamala say? We didn't do it, Joe? We haven't really helped the people. Oh, wait. She didn't say that. Just the average American. Listen, I'm reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And even with a new in-line mindset, I can say... America can do so much better A lot better Joe can do better And the people deserve better And black people This is another PSA to us, okay One minute you're with Angel The next minute y'all say she's doing the most Pick a side and stay there Do you see how quick even society Will give in when a girl Tries to stand up and use her voice And stand on what she says Again, it's going back to that good girl thing we talked about Okay, okay So pick a side and please stay there because this is what other races and other communities I think do a lot better than us. They stick beside their kind right or wrong. Now I'm not saying it's always correct, but in this case, if you have a change of heart in 24 to 48 hours, tell your inner circle or keep it to yourself. Y'all be giving the enemy stuff to feed off of. They know nine times out of 10, Um light a little fire let it burn and black people will turn on themselves They don't even have to do anything for us, right? We must do better black people. We must do better Our support and love for each other is unmatched and that's why they always want us divided And a more recent update really quickly is that the lsu athletics spoke on the team's behalf with accepting the invitation to the white house And that's not a surprise and to be expected also, Joe Biden personally called Angel Reese to invite her to the White House. I think the call was much better than his wife's half-ass apology. But Before that was announced, Angel had already said that she would support her team's decision regardless. So it's not like she changed just because she got a call from Joe or whatever. Like She had already said, this is how I feel or whatever, but I'm going to support my team regardless. And I just think that's great on her behalf, right? And regardless of how many... Apologies, phone calls and everything that have been made. I think her words still ring true and I'm proud of her for speaking out and hopefully it's still a very memorable and enjoyable experience. If only the Obamas were still in office, right? But hey, what are you gonna do? It could be worse. <laughs> Let's talk about the cash app creator Bob Lee being stabbed. He was only 43. So surprisingly, but not really, the next day, the government announced their own version of Cash App called Fed Now. Does anybody trust it? Absolutely not. Do I trust it? Hell no. However, I'm not saying the government is behind this. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if they were. The man was involved in more than Cash App, so it could have been anybody, literally anybody. But we all know well, some, because they're trying to erase history and change it, that America can be a bully at times. America is not the greatest country to live in, and America has a super dark history that I don't think has stopped yet. But that's all I'll say, because I still want my life. That's just a fact. Always remember... There is a blessing inside of a blessing. So, Pastor Mike from Rock City Church taught us that a while ago. I mentioned sometime last year in one of the many episodes of BK, and I'm sure it was talked about in multiple, because that's a very important thing that I still think I don't implement enough. If I was pray, if I was paying attention and really um, was tuned in to each blessing every day, big or small. I'm sure at uh, how differently my mind would be and the words that would come from my mouth, how different I would probably see life in general. That's what my goal is, to keep doing it, You know, to really pay attention to the blessings. And remember, it's a miracle inside of a miracle. Sometimes we're disciplined in things and then we fall off, that's okay. Just pick back up with whatever, whenever you're ready. I went to the store and every item I bought, it was only four items. But I saw a blessing inside each one of them. And um, I don't have the receipt in front of me, so I can't retell each blessing with each item. But I'm sure that y'all get the point. And I also told God I hate going to the store, but I remember a time when I couldn't. And all I wanted to do was have the ability to go, whether I wanted to or needed to. Always reminded myself of that. And I'm sure you guys have heard me mention it before. But y'all know that I would cry in college about not having a way or having to ask. And now I can get in my own car and freely like go to the store at any time. I might not have the funds to get everything I want. And sometimes that I may need these days. But God always comes through. And I always look back and say, man, it was a time I couldn't even get to the location. And God fixed that. The money is next. In the words of Tim Ross... I got bread in my pocket. I got bread in my pocket. Check out the sermon from TC, Qualified to Multiply, and you'll understand better what I'm saying. Or if you want to throw it all the way back, chill out, it's coming. There's another Tim Ross saying that is timeless. That sermon is called Stop Trippin', It's Coming. Some of you may laugh or be turned off by that title, depending on how judgy you are but it's straight to the point and the word that he gives will stand the test of time. Check it out. It's blessed me recently and the rewatch was needed just to renew my strength so I can chill out because it's coming. In the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he discusses the, ex- the external pressures and how the world will try to bully you, life will in a sense. Now, he may have been talking in the world of bills and taxes, liabilities, I'll say, but he stresses the importance of not giving into that pressure make sure that the assets are stronger and better than the liabilities column and how important and how it's important to pay yourself first. Most of the companies or the people you owe will put pressure to make you pay them faster. Everybody wants their money. And he didn't advocate for not paying bills at all or paying all bills late, but he did discuss not folding under pressure, not letting the people in the liability section run your life, right? Make or make sure you move too hastily, not pay yourself first, or make you do things just out of fear. Life will feel like that, but I'm so grateful for all the times God has kept me and blessed me, made something into nothing, and stretched things I didn't think could go any further, reloading me in the ways he sees fit. There's always a miracle inside of a miracle. You can't take for granted the breath in your body you can wake up and not make it through the night or even to the nighttime none of us know the day or hour we must be thankful and grateful for the blessing inside of the blessing I know if no one else is I'm thankful God